Jan, aka Gigi. I'm Victoria. And this is Mika. And this is A Word, Word at the, the Table. table. Yeah. Okay. How's everyone doing? Everyone's good? We're good. Alright, so we're gonna hop off with am I like going too quickly? No, it's no, fine. Go ahead. You guys like popped up like oh, no, 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 no. take fine. time. This time we're not gonna go into back of questions. We're gonna do current news. Mm. So Snoop Dogg came out with a gospel album. He sure did. <laughs> Let's see what it's called. Hold that on. didn't even sound like a real sentence. I think <laughs> It has like a Bible on it. Like, it does. Way to on be the subtle. Cover. Yeah. yeah, it's very. It's like no question gospel. Mm. It's not. Um, I gotta take a listen. Okay, so what do you think about his gospel album? Do you think it's just a way for him to make money, or like just a? Is he exploring his creative side, or do you think he's like actually like oh, I want to get in tune with God and da 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 da. Only Snoop can tell you that. I have no idea. Yeah, honestly. Snoop and God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope he's genuine. I would say I, I hope he is genuine in coming out with the music and actually trying to um, portray, like, a message that he wants to get out mm-hmm. to the public and to let his fans know, like, hey, whatever, I glorify God and I'm glorifying God through my music type of thing. Um, I'm interested to hear it though because knowing Snoop like when I think about Snoop I think about weed like yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all I think about oh my god Chris Brown's on it oh, you know wow. what I mean like so it would be interesting like I'm just interested in the sense of who Snoop is Snoop Dogg is and like just yeah. hearing it so the name of the album is Bible of Love Bible of Love um, yeah and it has mm-hmm. Bible on the cover he has it looks like he has Chris Brown on it Uncle Church John P. Okay. Um, Faith Evans, Kim Burrell, Sly Piper, the oh. Clark sisters, Lee Wow, Sweet. the yep. Clark sisters. Mm-hmm. Ty Trebet, yeah. Charlie Wilson, I'm Marvin not- Sachs, yeah. Isaiah, Isaac, uh, Isaac Curry. Never heard of that person. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Who? Houghton. Oh, Isaiah Houghton? I actually I don't, don't know. know. Israel Houghton? Israel. Oh, okay. I'm like, it's not Isaiah. <laughs> Superfly, um, Casey from Casey and JoJo. Oh, oh nice. Patty okay. LaBelle, yo, he was not playing with this album. He yeah. called that on his contact. Um, <laughs> he Fred Hammond, contact. Wow. And yeah, oh, no, actually, he's got some real gospel people. Let's um, take a listen. Wait a minute, yeah. I got caught up in some mess. Thought I knew what I was doing. Got my friends and family stressing. Don't know how to keep this train moving. Red man want his money like Bill is due. And I don't know nobody I can run to. So now I'm calling on Jesus. And I know he'll bring me through. Oh, yeah. Now I'm right down on my knees. Trying to figure out how you brought me too many times. That I'm calling on you now. Jesus, Jesus, So that's one of my favorite songs on the album, and um, I think I like the the Faith Evan ones too. Why do you like? Why is that your favorite? Just the way it sounds. Yeah, yeah. I like, I was like Fred Hammond. <laughs> Um, cause I thought it was a Fred it. Hammond song. And I was like, yeah. I've never heard this song before. I looked at my phone. And I was like, oh, okay, it's mom's. <laughs> and I like the um. Faith Evan Yeah. 
it sounds very gospel, and I think obviously he's a he's an artist, and that's how he makes his living. Mm-hmm. There's money. Um, oh yeah, involved in it. There's he wants to make money with it, but I think also as a rapper and with his reputation, he's sort of putting that on the line to come out with this gospel album. Okay, one. He's old. He's really, he's really also old. old. So he's not That's coming the, out with new rap. He's right. We on the Migos. We not on no. Um, but also, Snoop I think Dog his anymore. legacy. Yeah. Like okay, he's about yeah. gin and juice and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you think about his legacy, like that might as I mean, not that Snoop Dogg is not like the most gangster. lyrical oh. or gangster rapper, yeah, but no. he's just Snoop. Yeah, like, he's there. He's. I feel like he's on, he's in his own lane. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's there's something to say about like just him putting putting his faith out there and and choosing to express it. Yeah, um, on I a mean, platform like that. Most rappers always make it seem like you know, oh, that's a god first. Right. Da, da, da. Like they'll like that's sandwich true. God in between like really rapey Booties. and violent <laughs> lyrics, and they're like, but I put God first though, and it's like, okay, Julia. you know, yeah, yeah. and it's like just, you're on gun charges, yeah. <laughs> murder charges, right? Now. You know, like so that's like it's not. I, I don't think it's. I don't know. Consto left field. Yeah, is that um, crazy left field? It's left field that is a full on album. Right. Because yeah. usually rappers have like that one song on the album where it's just like, Lord, give me God a yeah. shout out. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, like all churchy and stuff. Like, Kanye loves to have like that one song right. on yeah. an album yeah. where it's like about God. Churchy God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love to have that one song. Um, Isn't DMX a I mean, sometimes he sounds like a pastor, though. Have you ever heard his albums? Like when he has, when he talks, he sounds like like he's preaching. Yeah, that probably. is a troubled man. He's like fourteen. Yeah, troubled man. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, so yeah. Snoop. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think um, that just adds another level to Snoop. Yeah, God, yeah. like, uh, flavor. I mean, I hope that uh, like people see, people get the message, whatever mm. um, message is in it. And if it wasn't intended for good, that God would turn it Amen. into good. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is. Because it's like, God doesn't want perfect people to, like, he we're all it. sinners. He yeah. Knows. So yeah. Snoop is not better than anybody. Yes. I don't care what he's done. He's not better than anybody. So if God wants to use him to come out with a great gospel album, who are we to judge? Just exactly. clap your hands and sway, guys. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's on his intention. Like, if he's just mm-hmm. doing this to, like, rub his fingers, like, yeah, I'm gonna get all the churches, all the black churches. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I think he would, prob- just being Snoop, he probably would make more, if he came out with an album that was, like, no. kind of, you think he makes more with the gospel yeah. album? Because right now, monetary-wise, honestly, but, like, Listen, where is rap right now? Rap is not with old people. Yeah, I wouldn't say he would, you but, know. If you look at I mean, Jay-Z and Snoop are not on the same level. No, Again, Jay-Z, for some reason, can Jay-Z keep Jay-Z is, like, evergreen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Beyonce keeps him young. Like, he <laughs> smells her head at night. <laughs> ah, the youth. No, but Jay-Z has that, like, he just speaks, and you're like, oh, I want to hear that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think he's there's some, he's kind of relevant right now. Who? Snoop, Snoop, like not rap, but I think his persona, like he's like he has a huge social media following. Yeah, he's a meme. Yeah, yeah. he's legitimately I mean, a meme. They constantly use it, like when he has the bonnet on, like he's constantly. Hilarious. Snoop Dogg is hilarious. I follow him on Instagram, <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't just know. Laugh. I 
faces sometimes. Like, <laughs> like if you look funny. at DJ Khaled, yeah. he's another old guy. He's like, not that old, though. I think he's like 40. Really? Yeah, I think Snoop is like in 50. But I feel like every time Snoop comes out with something, it's high. Like, even the Yeah, song because it's Snoop. Take my time. That was high school. But still, like, yeah. it was yeah. a minute from when he was ago. Right. Yeah. So Over 10 years ago. I think, I don't know. I think that was his last album. Just all the good luck. Yeah, yeah. Because like I remember, um, he said it was him, Fifty, and Fifty's getting up there too. Like Fifty oh, would yeah. come out with an album, it wouldn't, it wouldn't pop as much. Fifty's mm. old now, but like, um, what was it? Him, Fifty, and somebody else. They were like on a panel, and like Snoop was like, "Oh yeah, I was trying to come out with an album, but like." I see me like rapping like these young ones, and he's like flipping it, flipping it, flipping it. He was like, "I'll rap <laughs> oh, like I that. Saw that, yeah, yeah." yeah. And I was like, "I see that they they can see that there's no place for them right now in hip hop because like even if Snoop Snoop was like slightly before our time, like mm-hmm. in his peak, he was slightly before. Yeah, he was yeah. like early nineties, right? Or whatever. Like we caught like the tail end of his career, or whatever, right?" Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, like we wouldn't, we wouldn't be bumping. We're not like Snoop fans. Like we're not. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like we, like rap is like self expression. So it's like you should be talking about age appropriate things. Like yeah. you shouldn't be like right. Jay Z's four 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 album. We talk about real stuff. He's talking about credit on his wife. Yeah. He's talking about credit. Like <laughs> losing a baby or yeah, whatever. building wealth. Right. Yeah. He's like, so he's like I bought sense. some property in Dumbo. But y'all need to do that. Get some real estate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He should have bought some property. Yeah, Dumbo. he didn't buy the property in Dumbo. Yeah, yeah. so uh. so it makes sense. Like yeah. it makes sense that he feels like I can't rap like how the rappers are now. And if he did, I would look at him ridiculously. Yeah. Like just be Snoop. Just yeah, who you are. So. Very true. Yeah. Okay, guys. So I'm gonna jump into the topic. It's called something new. So. I just, uh, with this topic, it's kind of talking about spiritual warfare and um, how to kind of get through it. So um, in this walk with God, obviously we're going to still go through difficult times. Like just because we are Christians doesn't mean that we get like a pass on going through trials and tribulations. Mm. So um, with every battle, there could be different ways to fight um, through your spiritual warfare or anything that you're going through. And um, sometimes we're also not even aware of it, so that can be a part of it as well. So we're just going to talk about some different types of spiritual battles. Um, for instance, it could be like lies that you're telling yourself, like if you think that um, you're a failure or um, you're just telling yourself you're, you're not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> the opposite way, you're a success and you're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like you're thinking too highly of yourself. Um, you know, well, not that you're not a success, but like you're just not being humble. Right. Let's not say that you're yes, not a success. <laughs> so, um, or sometimes too, you could be thinking that God is punishing you for something, but in reality, like God is your father and he's a loving father and he doesn't like count your sins. So um, it's just certain things sometimes that we just battle within ourselves. And um, also, sometimes you can think that you're alone in some type of fight that you're going through. You're like the only person going through it. And that's another battle that the enemy wants you to think, always wants to isolate you. And um, for you to think that you're probably going to be a burden to someone else if you talk about it. So in actuality, we all need each other to win these battles. And um, I remember someone at in church one said we kind of had like a a classroom setting sermon one time and they were like um when you think about soldiers on the battlefield they're never by themselves so it's in that same process or that same thought like 
always know that you can lean on one another to help get to a spiritual battle. So um, recently, um, I had asked this in a group text a while ago, but I was like spiritually tired. Like I literally woke up and I felt like I was in a battle. I don't know, like someone jumped me in my sleep. Like I don't know what it was or whatever the case is. And um, I realized it was just me like, not surrendering to God. Mm. Like, it was kind of like I was trying to fight something on my own without having him there. So um, that's another type of spiritual battle when you're not surrendering to God and trying to handle everything on your own. And then another spiritual battle I want to talk about is spiritual amnesia. So the enemy tries to basically make us forget who God is and what God has done in our lives. Mm -hmm. So he... He's basically consistently having you question who God is to you. And um, just be aware that once you start questioning who God is and who he is as a father, then you start questioning who you are. Like you start seeing, you don't start seeing yourself as a child of God and you stay away. You start like straying away from like kingdom things. So it's basically like the connection of always remembering who God is as a loving father Mm -hmm. and like being firm in that. So those are some spiritual battles that um, we can go through. And so I have a question. Um, how do you guys stay um, like on the right path or stay motivated when going through a spiritual battle? How do I stay motivated? Um, I think battles in general, like I, I always am, I have not... I think I never go to um, God first. Like, that's never my first, like, instinctive thing to do. Mm -hmm. But I always find myself maybe at step two saying, dial yourself back and go back to your foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I think being in constant communication with God, like praying, like, we're supposed to be... A house of prayer. I think that's in Isaiah. Like, we're supposed to be constantly in communication with God. Like, there's not, even if I'm talking, I'm, like, walking, running, at work, whatever you're doing, like, God is supposed to be present in it, and he's supposed to have that, you're supposed to have that line of communication with him. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, just being purposeful in our, our walk with him, our prayer life, Mm -hmm. and making sure that we keep that yeah Yeah. I think it's easy to like try to do things on your own because you're like okay I defend for myself but Mm -hmm. you gotta pull yourself back yeah Yeah. did you answer um well I think the only one of the main spiritual warfare's I guess um that I deal with is like it's not it's no secret that I do deal with anxiety I'm like a naturally anxious person like it's bad it gets really really bad or whatever right so like whenever I see myself like like being consumed in worry sometimes I'm not gonna lie sometimes I let myself drown in it like like sometimes you don't even notice it but you just like hyperventilate you just like it's hard for me to pull myself out of it Mm -hmm. I'm just like oh just pray it's hard because like the world is ending like like it could be something small and the world is ending I'm freaking out I forgot how to breathe you know like so when it comes to something like that, like when I'm not letting myself drown in it, which I, I, I try to not let that happen anymore, um, I turn to worship. 
That's why, like, you know, I think I said that before. Like, um, yes. like I turn to worship and I use that energy that makes me feel like I'm drowning to just, like, like kind of melt, like, with God. Or, right, right. And yeah. then, like, like, that, like, instead of me going, like, freaking out, thinking, like, I'm a failure. Because, like, these are thoughts that, like, plague me sometimes. Like, I'm just, like, I'm a failure. Uh-huh. I'm stagnant. You know, like, yeah. what am I doing? Like, I'm not living to my full potential. Like, right. like it's all my fault. Like, everything that's going mm-hmm that I'm going through is my fault and stuff like that. So these are, these are the thoughts that the enemy plagues me with. Mm. And when I go to worship or whatever, right. And I sing these songs and like, I, it just like envelops you and it kind of helps me with that. So that's like my one trick pony with that. And so, yeah, just worship. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. I think that's a very good point. Like, cause even sometimes we don't even have the strength to pray. Yeah, like, I I can't even say oh I pray no because yeah, like, like it's yeah. I feel like yeah. not that I'm dying but like I feel like your world is yeah ending. you know like like the the heartbeat and all that so it's just like that energy yeah. that I feel like I just turn it into worship or whatever right and like yeah. I make sure I'm alone because like I might look a little crazy oh, right, so, right. <laughs> yeah. you know but yeah yeah. I think, I mean, I was going through some difficult times at work at one point, and I, like, even, because I I had a very difficult boss, and just, for me, I have, like, if somebody attacks me, I will attack you back. (laughs) (laughs) That's just natural. Like, I just, but I wanted, like, I, I, God convicted me about that, because it's like, you're a Christian, you're supposed to be displaying my um, attitude everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because you feel like somebody is offending you and they're not right for doing it, like you shouldn't <sighs> take that opportunity to like defend yourself. Right. Yeah. Or like to make them feel bad about themselves. So yeah. like every time I had to meet with her, I would just take five minutes and just go to the bathroom and just pray. Like nice. just go to the yeah. stall and pray before I meet with her. And I would literally sit there and, like, things that would typically make me angry and make my blood boil, like, I would just laugh at it. Like, I would just internally Hopefully laugh not at loud. it. Hopefully <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Mika. And sometimes she would, like, if she said something that was offensive, I'm like, well, whatever you said, like, agree to disagree. Like, oh. I didn't even um, engage in, converse, in conversation about those yeah. things. Um because at that point, yeah. if that's how you are naturally, you're basically asking God to like help you decrease and have Him increase. Because right. that's not you. Like exactly. that's not naturally you. Like if you're naturally a confrontational person and mm-hmm. God doesn't want you to be that, right. like you know, like yeah. you dial that down. I think naturally we want to go tit for tat. Like you're gonna say something and I'm like, I don't know, I can say this. Like you try to throw like the lowest blow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm very good at that. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like I'm I'm glad that it's something that um like God showed me, and it's not easy to for me to like shut down my instinct and mm-hmm. go with what God is telling me to do because mm. what I want to do is what feels good to the flesh like exactly. oh, girl, I, was just, yeah. I was just thinking that mm-hmm. yeah but um just because something's natural doesn't make it good yes you know yes 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 yeah a lot of poison is natural girl yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. exactly poisonous things are natural yeah yeah it's just like oh that's just how i am naturally doesn't make it okay yes yeah. you know we all think naturally doesn't mean you're yes. the only yes oh my gosh it's natural <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. like a shower <laughs> it's how God made me, but yeah. He also made me 
need deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exactly. That's a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So it's really important for us to like have a new perspective while we're going through these battles and um, just letting go and letting God take over. I'm just going to read from Isaiah 43, 19. For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. And um, that verse, like, I felt like when he was saying that um, he's starting to create something new, I felt that he was talking about, like, us before Mm -hmm. even changing the situation. He was talking about changing you first. Mm -hmm. So when starting to create something new, he's going to work on your mindset, work on you, on how to um, change you so you can deal with the situation differently yeah Mm -hmm. so just like when you were saying you were praying and like how you felt like he like helped you like not have that instinct to just argue with her yeah but like it he kind of took over you and just um changed the situation first with you and then made the situation um change so that's what i wanted to um point out with that with that um verse that i think it definitely starts with you first Mm -hmm. and i was gonna say like a lot of times like when we deal with not internal battles, but battles with people, other people on the outside. We, you can't, I can't control what you do, but I can control what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like, even when you're being attacked, like be conscious of your response uh, because that could change the dynamic of the fight. And there might not even be a fight. Yeah. Because someone is not going to continue to attack you if you're not paying them any mind. That's so. true. To quote Jay Z, <laughs> it's like, uh, what did he say? He was like, um, make sure not to argue with a fool because from a distance you can't tell who is who. Ooh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I read yeah. Magna Carta verse two. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so I definitely encourage you all to um, talk to God first when, whether it's an internal battle or external battle, to focus on changing you and how you're thinking. And um, just definitely seeing how you can overcome those battles after you change. Mm-hmm. So, and also throughout the process, even if um, you're not even fully out of your battle, um, just also in like take, I guess, take pride or be happy for like small achievements. Even if it's like the situation isn't completely over, do, do start seeing the changing within yourself. Like mm-hmm. be happy that, you're in that stage because it's a process like it's not like you just wake up one morning and like those thoughts are gone or the situation you have at work is gone it's a process so while in that process like do um enjoy changing even if it was for a little bit like enjoy that even though you haven't reached maybe like a destination you're trying to reach or like a goal Mm -hmm. you have be happy where you are and just know that it's a journey to get there it's not something that's going to be instant so it's kind of yeah. like um, one time I was at the DMV, right? And it was like this ridiculously long, like the little ticket thing was broken. So they had everybody on the line. So when I got there, I started like, obviously I was like the last person in line, mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Two hours later, I was re- I was tired. I was like, oh my God, I'm still here. And I still had so much more to go. I was so frustrated. But then I looked back. And then I looked back. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And then I saw from where I came from, <laughs> where I was. Amen. <laughs> Oh, 
dad talks to you every day. <laughs> dad talks to you every day. That's hilarious. That's that funny. is true. DMV. And you know, the thing is, like, the, the way you're saying, like, God uses our situations to change us. It's like sometimes when you're going through something, you say, God, take me out of it. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to take you out of it un- until you learn what you're supposed mm-hmm. to learn mm-hmm. from it. Um, right. And it's like, sometimes we pray, like, God... Like, show me how to love. Teach me patience. Like, God is going to give you some situations where Ooh, you got to love somebody. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Mm. He's going to give you some situations where you got to be patient. And yeah. you're going to learn to be patient. Um, and, like, with the thing with me at work, I prayed and God answered me by showing me that I need to change the way that I react. And when, when I started doing that, I started to feel better with just, like, interacting with her. Like, I, when I had to talk to her, it was like... I was just talking to someone normally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now, like, once I got to that point, I'm like, oh, Nirvana, I've arrived. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's fine. Now she's no longer my boss. She's not even an, an employed person at the company anymore. Like, she's hey. gone. So yeah. it's like, now that I've figured that out, <laughs> it, she's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something that I prayed for at all. Um, but it's like God used that situation to work in me. And I got that out of it, but I could have let it go elsewhere. Like I could, yeah. I could have made, made, allowed it to make me a more bitter person. Yeah, and then you would have been going like, right, yeah. Yeah, exactly, you. right, yes, exactly. And that kind of leads to um, my last point about the reward, about letting God take over. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cost, like there's a cost in thinking that you know, like oh, I have to let God take over, and you know, I want control or whatever. But it's definitely worth that reward because you get the fruits of God, like uh-huh. just his peace and his love. So that's exactly what Mika just talked about. Um, just getting that peace of knowing you can get through the situation. So question, um, in your life has, what has been one of the positive things of letting God fight your battles? Changing, like changing me on the inside, changing my ways, like for the better. Um, opening my eyes to be a more tolerant person because I was not a tolerant person at all. Um, yeah. yeah. Being able to see other people through God's eyes. Like, no matter how evil, I think we've said this before, no matter how evil we think someone is, God loves them just the right? same as he yeah. loves you. So, mm. relax. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. I think for me, it's like, I feel like God's protected me from situations that I probably you know, if I tried to take over, like, and do my own thing, I probably, like, I probably would have ended up, like, somewhere else where, like, I hurt or, like, not only, mean, like, physically, but, like, no, that could be that too, physically, but, mm-hmm. um, could have been in jail. <laughs> yeah, you know, I could have been, that literally could have been. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. so, yeah. <laughs> that's, hold yeah, story. Yeah, no, I really, yeah, that's <laughs> a whole other week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Side. Right, so. <laughs> because, like, don't try, I got bail money with me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I know some lawyers, okay. Right. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. oh, um, I guess me, um when I well you you probably know this, like um you guys probably probably know this, but like what last thing that was stressing me out and I like like Jesus take the wheel or something like that, um it helped me to not quit what I was doing because I really wanted to quit. I love, mm. ooh, I love to quit things. I'm like, what? There's too much. <laughs> <laughs> right, Bye. Peace out. You know? So, like, that's one of the things I hate about myself, the fact that I just quit things or whatever, right? So, like, the fact that, like, instead of me 
taking the easy way out. I like let God work it. Like like, and he's still working on it because like mm-hmm. it's still in the back of my mind. It's like, girl, you could just leave. <laughs> All right, but you know, trying to stick through it. Nice, give you that like to persevere. Yeah, and stick it out. Mm-hmm. Change my battery. That's in James. Like, mm-hmm. um, I forget. I think it's like per, if you endure perseverance is the reward that you get mm. from that endurance. Like you endure that battle through the times of trials. Like you get that, the victory is your, that character building. Exactly. Yeah. And it makes you a stronger yeah. person. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if I wasn't, um, not to talk about myself too much, but like That's if fine. I developed that character earlier on in life, I probably could have been like, a, like not just a better person, but just like a, I don't know. I, I quit um, playing the piano. I could have been like a ball. I could have been like a piece. Yeah. I quit volleyball. I could have been like, you know, yeah, like really cool popping. Yes. Yeah, who knows? Yes. Right. But I just be out. I just be walking out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were actually, it was a little, um, well, we were talking, watching Black Panther and like, um, like a spoiler alert, but um, like his suit, like if he, if anybody was to like hurt him in any way in his yeah. suit, like it would recharge and give back that energy. And Vicky was like, "That's a little key gospel." Yeah, I was like, "Look at that like, hanging anointing." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's me." Right. Like, but you got yeah. the whole arm. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna try to strike you. You're gonna strike back. <laughs> right, strike back stronger. Like the things that were made to hurt you will help you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 She was thinking something. I was like, "What?" Because I was. Like, <laughs> and that was the second time I saw it and that was the first time Vicky was seeing it and I was like girl that was mad <laughs> I yeah. was like look at that hidden anointing up in there you know there's a black movie <laughs> you know? so just some takeaways um, when going through a spiritual battle remember that God is with you and that he wants to do something new in your life but he wants to change you first and change your perspective and um, just trust him. And while in the process of fighting your battle, find happiness in small achievements and don't consume yourself with the bigger picture. But just be happy on your journey and just the progression and getting to your destination. Mm-hmm. And just a challenge. like challenge. Find people that will help you throughout your spiritual battles. People you can talk to, people that can pray for you, you can worship with, go to Bible study. Just um, find those people that that can support you and help you get through um, your battles and get through the process. And that wraps up uh, this podcast. I think that's one thing that I've, I, I honestly can say I've been blessed with. Like, I feel like I do have a nice, strong circle mm. of people that, like, you know, if I'm just like, hey, can you pray for me? No, no one's going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, yeah. Like, oh, pray for you. They would drop everything and be like, girl, yeah. hallelujah. No? Yeah. Find your tribe. You need a community. You yeah. can't. You can't live in isolation. Yeah. It'd be hard. It'd be hard. It's impossible. Yeah. No. Right. Nice. Battlefield. Okay, guys. Well, Listen. thanks for listening. This is a word at the, the table. table. All right. Oh, <laughs>